Welcome to the Thrive Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly DeSantos, and I'm here to talk all things business, money, motivation, and manifestation. My goal in this podcast is to help turn your vision board into your reality and live a life of freedom. I'll interview some of the most amazing women in business who will give you all the tips and advice you need to live your most abundant life. We were not put on this earth to survive. We are here to thrive. So without further ado, let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Thrive Girl Lifestyle Podcast. I hope you all are doing great, and I hope everyone had a lovely Thanksgiving. I had a great Thanksgiving, and I'm so excited to begin this holiday season. There's a chill in the air today. Christmas lights are going up. It's very exciting. So I hope everyone is just enjoying these days with your friends and family. I am so excited for today's episode. Today, I will be interviewing one of my dearest friends. We have been friends for 17 plus years. We have been through so many different seasons of life together from teenagers to 20 year olds to college students to marriages to kids to the 30s. I mean, we have just been through so many different lifetimes together and she is just one of the most sweetest, most genuine people I've ever met in my life. And I am so proud to call her one of my dearest, dearest friends. And I'm so excited to share her journey with you guys because it is such an inspirational story. She is going to talk today about her journey and how she transitioned from teaching into becoming this successful real estate boss who was earning six figures and just loving every step of the way and all while overcoming some tough challenges. Okay, so so excited. And without further ado, welcome Erin Smith. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, I am Erin Smith, one of Kim's longtime friends, actually. And um, I am a wife and I have two awesome stepkids as well. And uh, yeah, I'm so happy to be here. All right. So tell us a little bit about let's start with your education. So tell us what did you go to school for? Tell us all of that. Yeah, so I went to school for elementary education. And um, kind of how that came about is so kind of just to give you a background. So I do have a hearing disability. So I'm actually legally deaf. And so it was something that I was born with. And when I was younger, I actually had surgery. I was only eight and nine years old, had two separate surgeries to um, hopefully repair some of my hearing loss. And when those surgeries didn't really end up being successful, I definitely struggled when I was in school and just, you know, kind of just didn't really want to say anything. You know, it wasn't cool to have a disability, Um, you know, especially in high school, it wasn't cool to have hearing aids. So I was kind of suffering silently, to be honest, and didn't go to college right away. Because have you ever heard someone say like, when you perceive yourself a certain way, or when other people perceive you a certain way, it's almost like you start to play that role. 
that's what happened to me. Like I basically just chalked it up to, you know, you're not a straight A student. Um, you're, you know, you're not going to get good grades. You're not going to graduate at the top of your class. And it was almost like I just started to perceive myself that, that way and kind of play that role. And it just wasn't true. So graduated high school, didn't go to school right away, didn't go to college right away, kind of just, you know, worked odd jobs here and there, I was still living at home. And then I kind of just woke up one day and said, what are you doing? You know, like I just decided it's time to make something of yourself. So I decided to be an educator and I was able to earn my bachelor's degree in elementary education. And the reason I did that is because like, I knew what it was like to struggle in school. And I wanted to be able to, to help other students in that way and just be like, Hey, listen, I've been there. Like, I know what it's like. And so that's what inspired me to become a teacher. And so I graduated and um, started teaching fifth grade. Yes. So exciting. I remember that whole process with you and just how excited you were to graduate. Um, So you were teaching right now you're not teaching. Now you're a six-figure real estate agent boss lady. So how did you end up here now? Like what made you switch careers? You know, it's funny because a lot of people have said to me, you know, why did you work so hard to um, get your college education? education and become a teacher. Why did you go through all of that to just teach for such a small amount of time and then completely jump into a different career? But it's funny because it it wasn't really the plan. So I had just finished a year of teaching and it was summer. And one of my friends from college reached out to me and said that she had left teaching and that she was now working in real estate and she loved it and that there was a position open and she thought that I would be great for the position. So at first I was like, okay, well, I have no experience in real estate. I have no experience in sales. You know, am I really going to be able to do this? And and she was like, well, they're going to train you. And I just think that you'd be really good for it. And right around the time that that was happening was when I didn't read the book, but I did watch the um, documentary, The Secret. And so I watched that. And then I remember my brother sent me this video um, called The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. And I was just completely blown away. Like, I was like, why have I not had this mindset all along that like, if I really want something, and I think I can achieve it, I can. So when I tell you that I knew a 1000% that I was going to get that job, I'm not kidding. And some people would probably say, you know, that's a little conceited, or maybe you were overly confident. But honestly, it wasn't that it was just that I came to the realization that if I really wanted something, and I knew it was going to happen, it was going to and the mind is a powerful thing. And so that was kind of what started my belief in the law of attraction, my belief in myself, um, just knowing that, you know, if you truly believe that you can do something, you absolutely can. That is our language. And what's funny is we both kind of learned about this stuff, this the law of attraction, the power of manifestation, the power of a positive lifestyle, kind of at the same time, but not from each other. Like we had talked about it and you were telling me all your stuff that you were into and learning about. And then I was sharing with you. And it was just so funny that we learned and just made this big lifestyle change at the same time. And we talk about it all the time. I mean, it has completely changed our lives. I don't know why 
we were never told this. Like, this is crazy. We should have taught this in school. And it is just so powerful. And I feel like we're so passionate about this lifestyle and just being positive and uplifting. And we just want to tell as many people as we can, like, you can do it. And it's capable for everybody. In a way, it sounds like you going to school, becoming a teacher, you were led to this job through that path. So you kind of had to take that path to get where you are now. Do you believe that that was kind of set up that way to happen? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am a true believer that everything happens for a reason. And I know that had I not went to college, had I not met, you know, one of my girlfriends that I went to school with, it never would have led me to that to that interview. So it's just, it's crazy how things happen. And, you know, it's, yes, I believe everything happens for a reason, but I also believe in the law of attraction. And like you were saying, we both kind of found this out at the same time. And, and it was just, it literally changed, changed my life. It changed everything. And, um, and so I'm just so thankful that, I discovered it when I did. And um, how do more people not know about this? You know, it's just so simple. It's just, uh, just knowing what you really want. And, um, and, you know, like Earl Nightingale says in that video, and and if you ever need any motivation, um, or you're just having one of those days, I would definitely listen to it. But um, he just says you are what you think about all the time. And it's so true. I mean, if I made I made myself before that interview for the new job in real estate, I made a vision board. And (laughs) a lot of the items that I put on my vision board have already come true. Um, And I still have it by my bed to this day. And um, so, yeah, definitely been life changing for me. I mean, vision boards, this is the thing. These are the things. And I'm such a believer in vision boards, as you know. And when I hear people say, like, my vision board came true, these things happen. It's like, again, why don't people do this? And some people think it's a little too woo woo and, you know, out there, but it's like, you have to do the work with the woo woo. Like, it's not just you, you dream all these things and slap them on a vision board and sit in your bed all day and wait for everything to come to you. And it's also like, sometimes people just don't know what they want. So when you sit down and think about what do you want, you print out a picture, you look at it on a vision board. It's like, okay, now I'm going to get it. If you just don't ever think about that. You're not going to get these things. Do you agree with that theory? Oh yeah, absolutely. I believe in that theory. Um, you do have to work hard for what you want, but I just know had I stayed in that mindset that I was in for so many years. I mean, for so many years, I just thought, you know, you're, you're never going to have a six figure career. You're never going to be successful. You're not as smart as everyone else. I had an older sister who was just so smart. She never had to study for a test. She always made good grades. Um, and I just remember thinking that's just not me. Well, it wasn't really true. It was just my mindset. I was, it was like the mind is such a powerful thing. And I was just tricking myself into thinking that all of those things were true. And in fact, they were not. Yeah. And then that's the whole subconscious mind. I, I talked about this on another episode, basically, you know, as a child up until like age seven, what we think is true or are told and you comparing yourself maybe to your sister who was not smarter, but had an easier time in school. And just you thought, hey, she's the smart one with the good grades and she's going to be successful and I'm struggling and I'm not. And you grew up and believed these things. And even when I knew you as a teenager, 
you would say things like school was tough for, but little did we know half of your life, probably you weren't even hearing all of the teachers teach. So you were fighting all these things you didn't even know. But once you like took control and said, Hey, no, I am smart. I am going to be successful. I mean, like you just keep going up and up and you know, I'm so excited to see your future and all the things that you're going to do because you're just like killing it. And I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So this is just such a great story. I love it. What is something that you do on like a daily basis to keep yourself motivated and keep yourself in a positive mindset? So honestly, mine is pretty simple. Um, I, I believe that you have to start the day off, right? So you have to start the day off with a positive mindset. And I usually do that just by listening to uh, motivational videos or motivational podcasts when I'm on my way to work. Um, so that and then, you know, just having that, that mindset that, you know, I can tackle the day and it achieve whatever my goal is. And um, I'm lucky to have a, a wonderful boss who always tells us that at the end of each day, if you can tell yourself that you did everything you could, you don't have anything to worry about. And I always think about that as long as I do absolutely everything that I can to, to move towards my goal every single day, then I should be able to go to sleep at night and not have to worry about anything. And I I truly believe that. So I think about that a lot. And, but yeah, just simply the videos, they, they motivate me and just start me off in a, in a positive mood and just, I'm just ready to tackle the day. I love that. And I love how you just kind of reference your boss, because I know from what you've been telling me, just how inspirational and motivational your boss is to you and how much you respect him. And I think that it's important to have people like that in our lives, people that we look up to and strive to be and want to learn from. And we've always been that person where we want to learn. And what's funny is today when I was thinking about everything we're going to talk about, I thought about us 17 and 18 year old Erin and Kimberly working as hostesses um, in this crazy restaurant environment that was just so fun. And you know who I thought about today was, I'm I'm not going to say her full name, but Tracy, okay? We had this boss and she was the manager of the restaurant and she was just this woman. I mean, she would walk into a room, your jaw just drops, you just immediately pay attention. She exuded such confidence. She was nurturing. She was, you know, motivational. She was supportive and like she left such an imprint on us. And I don't even think she knows this. And I hope that she will hear this and we'll make sure she she hears it. Um, but like, I remember her just being such an inspiration to us and just always like telling us you can do anything, you can have anything. And she was just so tough, yet so elegant as well. I don't just what was your thought in her as a as a role model. model. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll never forget Tracy. It's funny that you brought that up. I remember she used to always say, look good, feel good. Like, look good, feel good. If you look good, then you're going to feel good. Um, and so she, it's funny because I didn't know how much she like loved and cared about me until I had worked with for her for like a while. Because like you said, she was tough. And she would tell it like it is, but she really cared about us, believed in us. I can't even tell you how many um, conversations her and I had in that little office where she was just, just like, listen, you can achieve whatever you want. 
Um, and it's funny because years later, my little sister ended up working at the same restaurant with her. And my sister would tell me that anytime she would mention me, um, that Tracy would say, oh, that's my baby or that's my girl. And I remember thinking, did she really love me that much? <laughs> Because she really was a tough cookie, but but no, I, I I'll never forget her. That's for sure. That is so funny, and the look good, feel good thing. Yes, uh, you know, I actually wrote something in my book about look good, feel good theory because it it's true. When you look good, you feel good, you perform good, and that's important too. So that's hilarious that you just said that. Um, and then another thing I think about is during that time when we were two, you know, young young teenagers. There was some people that we work with that were not so positive. And there was some people that were like two to three times our age. And they would sometimes like mock us and make fun of us. Like, you know, obviously they knew like we were in school. And if I would ring in something wrong, maybe I'd go to the kitchen and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I ring this in wrong. And they would laugh at me and be like, okay, little college girl or, you know, mock us. And like, how do you think that? that affects people, especially younger people when they're told things like that. It definitely affects people. It, it affected me too. Um, and that's one of the things that I used to tell my students is I used to tell them, remember what you say to somebody could be something that they remember for the rest of their lives. So just think before you say something to someone, because years later they may remember you for that. Um, and the way that it made them feel. And and I remember, gosh, this was before I had ever wore hearing aids. So I was completely oblivious to how bad my hearing condition was. It had been years since I had surgery. I had just gotten out of high school and I, I, I don't think I even knew that it was like a disease that gets worse slowly over time. I think I had just been living with it for so long that I didn't realize how serious it was. And I remember, yeah, we were just teenagers, 17 and 18 years old, working as hostesses at this restaurant. And I remember some of them just saying mean things about me or just calling me dumb or whatever it was. And it was because I couldn't hear what they were saying. It wasn't because I wasn't smart. It was because I literally could not hear what they were saying. So I just think back on that and I'm like, gosh, if they would have just thought about how, you know, you don't always know what somebody's going through, then maybe they wouldn't have said those things. But you know what? Honestly, Kim, look at us now. We're doing amazing. And um, and I also think about how like I've grown so much from that. Like I have made so many mistakes, but success comes from failure. So I'm not the most genius person in the world. I'm not the smartest person in the world or the most successful person in the world. But I can tell you one thing that is always true. I do not give up on anything. I've fallen on my face so many times. Can't even tell you, but I just I just don't give up. You don't. And you know what? That is so key. It's just persistence. You know, we're all going to fail. But if you keep going, that's it, you know? That's so true. I love that. So what is your biggest piece of advice for listeners? If you had to tell them one thing, what is the most important thing you can tell them? Just know that whatever it is that you really want to achieve in life, you can achieve it. You just have to know that it can be done. Um, and you have to know that it might be hard work and that you are going to fail, but just don't don't give up on your dreams. I mean, I never thought that I would be where I am today. Still, I think about it all the time. I just think about how I didn't give up and how um, my my awesome 
my boss, he, he gave me a chance. I had no experience in sales or real estate at all. And he just saw something in me, gave me a chance and look where I am now. Absolutely. And that's why, even though we were just talking about some people that maybe were not the most positive or influential, there's always someone right behind them that's coming your way that could give you this kind of an opportunity. So you never know who you're going to meet every day, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So where can people find you? Do you have an Instagram maybe? I do. I have Instagram. It's everything Aaron on Facebook. I'm under Aaron Smith new home sales consultant. There are five ends. Five, Aaron. Everything, Aaron. I will link that at the bottom of the show notes. So you guys will have that in the show notes and you can find Aaron and look at all her beautiful houses. I mean, these houses are amazing, stunning and see what else, what she has going on. Okay. Well, this was so fun. I'm so thankful that you were here and willing to do this and tell everybody your story because it's so inspirational. And, you know, I also really believe that our generation, we are the era of multiple careers, multiple hats. You can change your profession whenever you want. And, you know, we don't have to be succumbed to this one profession that we went to school for or we started working at this one place and we're going to stay there for 30 years until we retired. No. We don't, we're not doing that, right? Do you agree that you can do it all and whatever you want, you can change your, your degree and your job and you can be super successful? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you go to when you go to college, it honestly, it just shows that you have resilience. Even if you don't end up in the um, field that you originally thought you were going to, it just shows that you worked hard and you got an education, you didn't give up. And so I, I just know that every choice that I made got me to where I am today. Absolutely. I agree with that. And I am so pro-education. I don't want ever want people to think I'm like not for college. I'm so pro-education, but I'm also so pro do what you want. You can be successful in any field. That's it. I'm so for you are so capable of doing whatever and you can change your career. And if you're happy with that, then that's all that matters. Okay. Well, thank you so much again. I'm so appreciative. I'm so proud of you. And I just can't wait to see you just keep growing and becoming this uber successful, beautiful woman that you are. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you too. I'm so happy to be here and, and just like, honestly honored that you even asked me to be on this podcast. And I was thinking about it today. I was thinking about everything that I was going to say during this interview. And I just kept thinking, gosh, I really hope this helps someone, even if, even if it's just one person, I hope that it, it reaches and helps someone out there. That was my, my goal for today. And I know that you will have achieved that. And I'm so excited to get the feedback and I will hopefully get you back on here soon and you'll tell us some more exciting news. Okay. Well, thank you, Erin, so much. I love you. And I just can't wait to see you soon. All right. I love you too. Bye everyone. Bye.